Welcome to the UK Fantasy NFL Show. I'm your league champion, Adam Best, here with oh. two other <laughs> league members, Sam Best and Alex Deakin. How are we going, boys? Yeah, good, thank you. I'm good, thanks, yeah. Forward to this. Don't know why you had to introduce yourself like that. It's a bit embarrassing, but anyway, onwards and upwards. <laughs> Let's not talk about our final A. Stefan Diggs has 40 points in the in the last week, eh, Alex? That was pretty pretty magical, actually. Losing by less than a point, but, you know, happens to the best of us. So, before we get into the 2021 draft, which is what we're all here for, there's a lot that's happened in the off-season. Deshaun Watson, what did you make of that? Well, can't behave, can he? Needs to be out of the league. I'm not here for it. He, he, threw, his, he threw his toys out the pram when he, um, when he was told he was staying at Texans and he wanted to leave, and now... I bet, I bet he wishes toys were still next to him, cuddled up tight, because he's in a bit of a sticky situation at the minute. Yeah, I think he's he's turned Texans into the untouchable team of the season, I think, possibly. Even if he does end up staying and playing, I, I can't imagine you're going to want to go go near there anymore. Um, Can I just say now, I don't think Alex Deacon knows what's happened with Deshaun Watson. Well, I, I know that, I, obviously I know that he was going to move, you know, there was moves lined up and now he's been told he's going to stay and he's not particularly happy about yeah, not, it. Not yeah. heard about him molesting multiple women then? I, I haven't read about, <laughs> I haven't gone into that, no, but that's not, <laughs> yeah. that's not my deal. That's, that, that's got, what I'm suggesting. We've got members of the league that have done things uh, similar, if not worse, so um, you can't say that he's definitely not going to be there next season, to be honest, at the uh, disciplinary I mean, rate of the NFL. 13 women so now don't quote me on that have come forward yeah, many of which acceptable. have given detailed accounts and it does not sound good this is this is when this is when the NFL needs to stand up and just um, kick him out of the league you, you, if you're going to kick, kick um, Kaepernick out for standing up for human rights you've got to kick got to kick um, Sean he removed he wasn't removed but no, no team's going anywhere near him after the way that he was treated yeah yeah, I mean, I can't see him playing. But yeah, Let's move on to lighter things. Aaron Rodgers is having a little paddy again, isn't he? One of the greatest quarterbacks of um, definitely our generation. I, I, um, I'm I, not really 100% sure what's happened. I know he's fallen out with the GM. He's fallen out with the head coaches. Um, but you, you can't allow that to happen if you're the Green Bay Packers. Um, and if he wants to move and he really pushes it, then he, he would... Um, I've got a couple of nice landing spots for him, I think, but I'll uh, I'll let you you two talk about that before I discuss them. I think I think, uh, irrespective of where would be nice, most likely is the Broncos. It, can you? I feel like back to sort of like where not where it ended up. I feel you can't aren't blame him for his his well falling out is obviously unacceptable, but you know they've stagnated over the last couple of years the Packers and if he feels like he can be a bit more of a superstar somewhere else especially a team you know like the Broncos who are probably looking to build something towards the future um, and he's not doesn't think he's got too many years left in him at the highest level then well why not go to a bit more of a project that maybe you've got a bit more prospects of uh, of pushing up there I mean 
it's not actually too long ago since since the Broncos were right at the top. So so why not why not go for it again if they uh you know a couple of a couple of good seasons they could uh build something for the future. So I can't really blame him, but uh yeah, where to go? It's it's a hard one, isn't it? Because a lot of teams would have would have planned who they're going to have starting starting there and. If they if they've got that plan, would they go away from it for for one other player that they're going to have to fork out a lot for? Uh, I'm I'm not sure that that many teams would, but Broncos probably would. Yeah, I I think there's so there's two options in my head, and one of them is the Broncos, and the Broncos to me is is a Tom Brady move. Tom Brady's the Buccaneers. Go there and turn a side around. You know, go there. You've got two or three or more years of playing, and go and do what Tom Brady did. Turn, don't don't like. I'm not talking Super Bowl champions. I'm talking, but no one expected that the Buccaneers. Let's be honest. Um, but just go and turn a side around. Get them in the playoffs. Make a run. Do your job. The other uh, I'm thinking is if he genuinely wants to win another Super Bowl, uh, is the Saints. I think the Saints are very close to being a yeah. a, a complete team. He's He's won MVP and they go to him and say, oh, can you take a pay cut for the cap? I know. It's like, well, <laughs> just won MVP. Like, it's, it's absurd. I mean, I, I mean, completely don't blame him. Yeah, the Packers have got three offensive players to protect. Uh, you know, they can, like they've built an offense around it. I don't know why they wouldn't just protect protect their three, those three stars and just, just push. Because they, they are so close. Every season we're saying... You know, Super Bowl. If they tighten up that defense against the run, they could make a Super Bowl push. But you know, if they're going to lose the, the the quarterback, I can see them. You know, on the brink of playoffs more so this year than than right in the mix because I feel like it was that chemistry between between Rogers and the offense that sort of pushed them forwards at times, especially in those tighter games. Yeah, hundred percent. But as as a fantasy aspect, I think that wherever Rogers lands. He's, he's relevant. I'm not sure he's going to be as high up there as last season. I think he was picked third of the quarterbacks or fourth of the quarterbacks in our league. But I think he, he's definitely going to be relevant. He's definitely going to be a top 10 QB next year. Uh, maybe maybe eight, seventh, eighth or ninth sort of area. Anyway, Rogers as yet, hasn't gone anywhere. Let's talk about some people who have moved. Just listing a few. Fuller to the Dolphins, Wentz to the Colts, Davis to the Jets, Stafford to the Rams, Stafford and Goff doing a switcheroo, Goff to the Lions, Golladay going to the Giants, and Connor to the Cardinals. Of those guys, who is your favourite free agent move for fantasy next year? I think my favourite is Stafford. I think Stafford is going to outperform Goff. I think Stafford's got that grit and that determination that the LA Rams really resonate with um that that one clip of him playing against the browns with a shoulder that doesn't work really makes me think about aaron donald and that linebacker room and just pure muscle and determination to get the job done and i as a seahawks fan i'm not i'm not excited for it but i do think stafford is going to make a big impact at the rams and i think they could do very well next year so he's my number one out of those yeah, I'm, I'm with Sam. I completely agree. He's my number one. I think the Rams receivers as well were sort of tempting some some big some big points last last season. You know, they were they were doing well, but there was some moments where you thought actually this could be a game for something. And you know, they they get to play the Seahawks. You know, one of the worst teams against the throw that anyone has ever seen. Um, and you know, I think he's 
even at the Lions, a team that injuries were plaguing those receivers, you know, Galladay was in and out and he was by far their best receiver. I think when he, if he's got fit, good receivers to throw to, I can't see why he can't improve massively on how he performed last year. And he wasn't too bad of an option. I think he's, I think he's top 10, top 10 QBs for me, you know, towards the bottom end, fair enough. But um, I think he could be a starting QB, especially if you're in a, t- if you're in a league of 10 or 12, he could, he's starting. And I think, yeah, I think it's a it's a great switch for him, and I, I agree. I think he'll outperform Goff. It depends, you know. No Galladay now for the Lions. I think it it could be actually quite tricky. I think he'd be one I'd avoid um, Goff completely. Yeah, How about you, Adam. I agree with that. My guy for this year, who I love, uh, Will Fuller. Will Fuller going to the Dolphins. He's we saw him develop massively, especially fantasy wide last year. Obviously, he had Deshaun Watson thrown to him, which helps. But if Tua does what I think Tua can do, and Tua is a definite risk, I wouldn't have him up there for the top 10 quarterbacks. We saw what Will Fuller can do, and I'm completely backing him. I think Will Fuller is the deep guy. He's going to get targets. He's going to get long, chunk yard passes. Um, I'm all in on Will Fuller this year. I think it depends quite a lot on how many illegal substances he, he, he drinks. Or eats. I'll let him have one or two and see how he goes. <laughs> Do you not think though that Dolphins, you know, with a with a fresh cube, oh, he's not completely fresh, but someone who's having his first full season, it could be hard to predict early on who they're going to target. I know Will Fuller's obviously the best of the bunch, but. I feel that you know it could go either way. I think I do think he's a good pick, but I wouldn't pick him massively high up. Um, he's sort of around round three, maybe round four pick. You know, highest. I mean, he he might even fall down to some of the really low picks and be quite a nice steal later on. Yeah, I agree. Ironically, with both of you, um, I think he is around three, round four pick. But out of those people we've listed, I don't see many that are above that. Um, I think the reason I'm I'm so high on him is because people will underestimate what he can do because of their sort of lack of faith in Tua. And I think if you can get him, I mean, round four would be an absolute steal. Even round three, I'd be taking him. I think he's he's a true wide receiver one. You know, their O-line did amazing jobs last year. They're going to protect Tua. And, you know, you talk about the people on that list. Connor, Golladay, Goff, Stafford, Davis, Wentz, Fuller. Three of them are quarterbacks. I don't like any of them massively. Stafford easily the best of best of the bunch. But that quarterback, you know, the roster of the quarterbacks this year in terms of fantasy is is very deep. Very, very deep. I agree. So moving on. The NFL draft was last week. We're going to go through at least all the first rounders. Number one pick, Clemson to the Jags. Why they took 10 minutes to do that, I do not know. He's a hit or a miss for fantasy next year. Trevor Lawrence. Hit. Yeah, hit. Easy hit, yeah. I think. It's a, lot, it's a lot to save when you've got someone who's definitely going to start week one. Um, I think... That's like I said, you know, if you know they're going to play, then they're going to score points. If they don't play, they won't score points. It's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think he's obviously as an athletic quarterback. You've seen him at Clemson. He runs. Um, I mean, obviously it's difficult because it's the Jags, and they were so horrendous last year. But yeah, I think he's he's on the. You know, I like him as a QB too. I like take a risk on a rookie. He's clearly going to run a lot. 
you know, if he's as good as everyone says he is, then then he's an easy pick. He's an easy hit. Zach Wilson, QB, BYU to the Jets. What are you saying? Hit. Yeah, hit. Same reason. He's going to play. Yeah. He's going to play. He's going to be athletic. He's going to run the ball. Good, good. Saw his pro day and his his throws um, back across the field. The opposite of the way he was running. Insane. Unbelievable. Liked it. Liked his pro day. Liked it a lot. I saw some bits of bits of that as well, and um, I was doing a quick sort of like that scroll through Twitter late at night where you get all those clips coming up, and uh, I think it says a lot for a player who's going into a team that have got nothing to lose, and he's going to be their superstar. I think he's going to be they're going to invest a lot into him, and they're going to push him, and they're going to give him those opportunities to hopefully do what he can do, and I think the upside could be massive. Then again, the downside could be big too because it's the Jets at the end of the day. But I think he's going to be given license to kind of just go for it and um, yeah, hopefully produce some of those some of those throws that we've seen. Yeah, I mean, you say it's the Jets. I think the Jets are a different team next year. I think I think they do okay. I mean, they bring. I think they've done good work in the free agency. They've obviously got a guy that they're very confident in in Zach Wilson. I think they're a different team next year. Whether they're fantasy relevant is obviously uh, still a big question mark, but I think he's a hit. I think you take your risk on him. Look, Easy hit. Look, we're forgetting that Robert Sala is the yeah. Jets head coach now. I really like Robert Sala. I think he's capable of, of doing big things at the Jets. I don't think that the Jets are a top five team. I don't think the Jets are a playoff team. But Jets not a top years. five team. <laughs> But in a couple of years, we could be saying very different things with Robert Seller at the helm. Yeah, loves that defence. One thing to say about the Jets is they don't really have a, a, a priority back because they've, they've got quite picked up Ty. Did they pick up Ty Johnson? And I think that they that they've got the targets are going to vary. I don't know if they're going to put all their faith into one running back immediately. So maybe they'll give more license for him to throw, at least in initial weeks. So that's one thing to, to consider. So 49ers definitely surprised me. Trading up for a quarterback, Trey Lance, North Dakota State to the 49ers. Personally, I think he's going to be behind Jimmy G for a, for a while, maybe something like week eight to week 10. I don't think he's fantasy relevant when he gets there. I'm not convinced by him. I think he's a miss. He's, he's absolutely a miss for me. Um, Terrible pick, awful decision. What are they doing? I I know, I know. Mac Jones. It's better than Mac Jones, and there was discussion about Mac Jones. But I know that the 49ers want a classic quarterback to stand behind center and throw the ball from within the pocket, get a grip. Um, the game's changing. You, you you need to adapt. Trey Lance for me is not a number three pick, not in this draft, not in any draft that I've seen in the last two or three years. He's not bad. He's good. He's a starting quarterback in a couple of years. Um, but you don't pick him at three. Not for me. No, he's a miss for me. I mean, we know one thing about, about the 49ers in a fantasy context. They're going to run that ball. And that's that. That's what they're going to, I think that's what they're going to continue to do. And like you said, I don't think he's stepping straight in. Um, and that says, you know, the first two picks, they're stepping straight in. That's the plan. You know, that team's going to be built around them that's not going to happen and if they're going to keep running the ball anyway it's like Jimmy G you know his his ceiling is so low although he's consistent his ceiling is just so low he's never going to have those big 
30, 40 point game. So even if he does, you know, start from week one miraculously, I, there's nothing there. I wouldn't even consider drafting him, probably not. Unless you're in a really deep league and you need someone and you're like you know, 14th pick and you need someone desperately, I wouldn't even draft him. Yeah, in two QB leagues, maybe take a risk. Maybe take a risk and maybe take him. If, I mean, I actually touched on it there, but if Jimmy G leaves, Sam, are you, are you taking him? Are you, are you taking him in the 10th round even? Trey Lance for my fantasy quarterback. Well, not for you, maybe backup, maybe even a second backup if you want him. No, he's not. He's not there. He's not there for me. I've got a lot of even if Jimmy G leaves. Even if Jimmy G leaves, not not having it. Fair enough. I tend to reach for quarterbacks. Um, I like it. Find it more interesting watching the game when I get a quarterback I want to watch. Um, So I've got five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen quarterbacks I want to watch over Trey Lance. Look, if he proves me wrong, absolutely fantastic. Love it. But I'm currently looking at Stafford to the Rams as a Seahawks fan and Trey Lance to the 49ers. And I'm thinking it's a, it's a three horse race for this, this division. And it's probably the, the toughest division in the NFL. And I don't think 49ers are in it. And their team is amazing. Their defense is insane. But they've lost their uh, defense coach. Uh, I'm going to three horse race. I'm going to put it out here and I'm saying it's, it's Cardinals and, and Rams top two. Um, I'll make that statement early on. I just, I think that this division, we thought it was close last year. It's now going to be, I think it's going to be so tight. Um, you know, I, th- I think it'll, I think the Seahawks, I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're going to, if they're going to do it this year. Yeah, Seahawks, Seahawks are shit. <laughs> Russell Wilson, not making oh, I don't, a run to gonna... top that division would shock me. I'm pushing back on that. I think he's been deteriorating, to be honest. I don't, I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't know that you can necessarily just go, ah, oh, Russell Wilson, playoffs, that's going to happen. I mean, especially not in this division. I, obviously, you're staying away from Trey Lance for fantasy reasons, but I like the 49ers this year. I mean, it, there is a lot to be seen. Obviously, Robert Salah's leaving. I just think they're a really, really solid side. And I think that run game, I mean, they literally got to a Super Bowl on their run game. I think Jimmy G threw like four passes in the Super Bowl. Absurd. Their O-line is ridiculous. Their running game is ridiculous. Their defense is mental. I think they struggled last year. Yeah. All right. They'll, um, I think they'll do okay. I thought you'd the Seahawks. <laughs> Moving on. Let's move on to someone we're bound to agree on. Kyle Pitts, Florida the Falcons, surely he's a hit. Massive hit. Massive hit for me. I'd hit. I'm going to put that out there. I was a bit, when he was first drafted, I was a bit like, okay, you know, Hayden Hurst is still there. But was it a couple of days ago or maybe even yesterday, they basically declined the option to sign him to a, a fifth year. I think that sort of sets it in stone who they're going to be playing. And yeah, massive hit. I think he's going to be, be right top 10 tight end. I definitely think think he's he's right up there. I mean, if you look at look at the two wide receivers for the Falcons last year, Julio Jones, who was injured for a large portion of it, alongside Calvin Ridley, who basically won me a championship. You can't see him not getting targets. A massive part of that offense. I mean, say what you want about Matt Ryan. I mean, I know some people thought they might pick a quarterback and they might move on from Matt Ryan. 
I think he's been given like a two-year extension or something. They've put their confidence in him. Kyle Pitts is an absolute unicorn. He's going to get easy targets. For me, he's top five tight end off the board. Easy. (laughs) That's big. No, no, I completely agree with Adam there. Kyle Pitts went into this draft as a massive tight end, a tight end that can change the game, a tight end like George Kittle, a tight end like Travis Kelsey. And they're they're the two that really broke the tight end status. They're the two that you really want in your team. They're the two you're reaching for. Kyle Pitts could be that. He's not going to be that this year. If Kyle Pitts falls to round three, round four, pick Kyle Pitts. Round three. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm high on him. He's he's my tight end five at the moment. I would go Kelsey, Waller, Kittle, TJ, and then him. I wouldn't pick him in round three. I love him. I think he's a top five tight end. I mean, if you're getting him, I mean, round five, I would put him at round four, round five. I mean, late round four, round five. That's where I would I would have him. But I, I think the reason why I love him so much is because he's you look at that tight end group I mean other than those top three I love Waller this year by the way Kelsey Waller Kittle I mean who have you got TJ Mark Mark Andrews and then you've got Mark Andrews who's obviously up there but someone who's going to get consistent targets and be part of the passing game consistently in a team I think he's you know he's got to be up there in the tight end rankings I would probably have him have him top 10 sort of eighth or ninth probably I I see him as a wide receiver in tight end shoes like Travis Kelty. I see him as points or wide receiver in the slot of a tight end, and a, and I value that really highly. I see myself picking Kyle Pitts in our fantasy league at the minute after this reaction. What first pick? Yeah, first first round, first pick. Kyle Pitts. Take him in third round. He's yours. You can have him. <laughs> right, pick five. Pick to this. Joe Burrow. Drops back. Jamar Chase, wide open. Ah, no, he's been sacked because they've got no O-line. He's a miss for me. Um, good way to put it. Yeah, bit of a miss for me. Joe Burrow went into the league. A lot of, lot of talk about him. Um, yeah, a lot of chat. Mm, did okay. Not bad. Definitely a starting quarterback in the NFL. Didn't blow me away. Um, probably because of the O-line. Got sacked more than... Russell Wilson? No, no one gets sacked more than Russell Wilson. Um, I, yeah, nah. It's Not the first one we're going to disagree on. Uh, he's a hit for me. I think what? the Bengals have had a good draft. They've had a good off season. I think, and they drafted fairly well. I, he's going to be the main target. He's a hundred percent going to be their main target, and that says a lot for a player he's, who's he's going to be. be I know. I know the. Uh, sorry. He could be the main target, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to catch it because no I mean, not necessarily intercepted but or i think it says a lot if we're talking relative to the rest of the players in, in who have been drafted he's probably moving into one of the sort of higher spots within relative to their team i think he's he's the main target and will he do amazingly we don't know but i think if you're looking for someone just to have on your bench to see let's see how he does you know yeah the o-line isn't great but has burrow got something to prove probably you know and if they like Sam said, develop that sort of quarterback wide receiver chemistry, you know, two guys who've been drafted highly, you know, they've got a lot in common. They could, you could have, have a little uh, combination there. So no, I'd, I'd say he's a hit, but I can, I can see why, why you'd probably avoid though, um, based on uh, last season's outcomes. 
Yeah, I just don't see him as a massive standout receiver. I think they've picked him. Um, this is controversial. I think they might have picked him because he's from LSU. I think Joe Burrow might have had something to say there. I think that's why they picked him. Pick six, Jalen Waddell, wide receiver, Alabama to the Dolphins. Better than Jamar Chase. Hit. I'm going to slightly, it's a 50-50 for me, but if I had to say, I'd say hit, I think. I think, the like we said about Will Fuller, the Dolphins have got something going. They're building something, I think. And I think he's going to be part of it. And I think he's going to start. And I actually think he, he could be favoured slightly over Devontae Parker, um, at least eventually. Initially, maybe not so. But no, I, I think, and I agree, I think he's he's probably better than better than Chase as a pick. I mean, I've not seen much of him, only bits, but uh, I think his numbers, numbers look better than Chase's. And I think he probably would have been a better pick for the Bengals. I agree. I think he would have been a better pick for the Bengals. I don't think he's a hit. I think he's a miss. I think it's a tough wide receiver room. Um, as much as I love to him, what Tua can do is brilliant. For me, he's a deep guy. I mean, everyone talks about his speed and his pace and he's going to go deep and he's going to stretch the field for you. I just think Will Fuller does that. And to an extent, Devontae Parker does that. So, you know, who's who's really their deep guy? I think it, it remains to be seen and for me he's a miss just a bit of uncertainty to be honest yeah I don't hate that you've called him a miss for me he was he was mostly a hit because I'm a bit offended that he was drafted after Chase um, yeah he's there he's, he's there in that 50-50 category I don't think I'll be picking him before the ninth or 10th round no I think I think if you I think there's quite a lot to say about the wide receivers this year I'm sure we'll talk about that in a, in a pod in the future but I think there's a lot of choice this year and I'm not sure he's going to be high up on your choices but um and I, I think he's marginal marginal here pick number 10 Devonte Smith Heisman winner going from Alabama to the Eagles where have you got him very 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 well done the eagles congratulations second best pick of the draft Devonte smith massive hit the bloke won the high trophy the bloke was the best player in college football last year and he's been picked after his teammate because of his size now let's have a look at the nfl size it matters to an extent DK Metcalf, absolute animal. Yeah? AJ Brown, animal. They make differences. Tyreek Hill? Small. Um, uh, hang on. I don't think you can really compare Devontae Smith to Tyreek Hill. Oh, well, they're not, they're not comparable, but I'm saying small receivers can make an impact. The, the reason he's been picked 10 and not in the top five is because of his size. He's skinny. I don't think it's a problem. I agree. And I think he is potentially the biggest hit on this board. The, the size argument for me is that he's skinny and he's going to get hit. And, you know, can he take NFL hits? And, you know, Tyreek Hill is not skinny, which is the difference. I just think he, for fantasy, he's just massive hit. Such a big hit. He's a slot guy. He's a slot guy going to the Eagles who need a slot guy and need someone. I mean, Whatever wide receivers that they got, he's he's a true wide receiver one. He's going in, maybe not for fantasy, but a true wide receiver one for the Eagles. 
He's a slot guy. He's going to get targets. He's going to get points. I love him. He's he's also uh, he's a hit for me. He's also got for me the the breakout quarterback of next season behind him. Yeah, I, I saw him. I saw him when he played against. I can't remember who he played. And Jalen Hurts. But those feet, man. He has got feet on him. He is. He's you know not to compare, but he has shown me sort of. He's given me like Kyler Murray vibes. He's got some feet on him. I don't think he's going to be a top five. QB this year at all but I think he's going to have a breakout season and I think if you're a wide receiver going into you know with all this prestige behind you going into your breakout season with a breakout season QB behind you it's a lot to say for it and I think it's going to be I think I'd be picking Jalen Hurts high up um pretty maybe top maybe top 10 maybe top 10 QBs and I'd uh, I'd have uh, I'd have Smith up there uh, as a pretty good option someone definitely towards the tail end of the draft that it, it'd be a good one to pick up I think uh, I think we might be looking at the Eagles having the smallest crisis in NFL history. You know, they've had, <laughs> they won the Super Bowl in that 2017 season. And then they've had two or three years of being pretty, pretty poor. And I'm excited for the next season. I really am. I mean, you look at that wide receiver room. There's Jalen Rager. And then... The next wide receiver, who's not Devonta Smith, I've got as Greg Ward, is surely the wide receiver one there. I mean, surely there's targets. I mean, it obviously hurts as a risk. We've said we love him. I think he's a, I think he's a breakout player next year as well. And if he's a breakout player next year, Devonta Smith is extremely fantasy relevant. Definitely, I agree. Oh, Sam, I've got to go to you on this guy. Absolutely. Justin Fields, a higher state of Bears. I assume you said that Devontae Smith was your second best in the draft. I assume this guy must be your first. Absolute number one pick in the draft. The Bears won the draft with the 11th pick. How has Justin Fields been picked below Trey Lance? He's insane. Let's look at the last season. All right, fantastic. Excellent on his feet. Balance is insane. His arm is a cannon. He finds people right, left, center, wherever you want them. He's picking people out for fun, right? Now let's look at the year before. Runner-up on the Heisman. He came runner-up on the Heisman two years ago. And people aren't talking about him. This man has done this consistently. I'm thrilled. I'm really excited. I'm going to be watching Bears games this year. I, I agree. I think Bears were tempting us last year with moments of brilliance in the throwing game. I think that Darnell Mooney actually had a you know a decent season. I think he actually is, especially on deep, he can uh, he can play quite well. And I think that he's a great pick. The only concern I have is, is he going to start week one? I think so. I think we've seen we have seen it though, where high with where. QBs who have picked really even first picks that haven't walked straight into the team and I think what does the Andy Dalton pickup say is it saying yeah we're looking for this young quarterback but we're not going to play them week one we're going to give them a bit of time and we're going to play someone else early on and you know is there a more of a passing of the guard I think that that's a possibility and I do think he's a great pickup I completely agree with Sam in a football context what a what a pick but in a fantasy context he could be a risk if you've got if you're in a two qb league then 
absolutely you've got him there but if you sort of if you only got one QB and you, you you're in a sort of a shallow league I, I don't know if he is actually someone you pick up initially in the draft the one worry I have is that I think he will play behind Dante Dalton for a portion of the season and I, and I see that frustrates you Sam but I think he will and I think that's a sensible thing for the Bears I don't I don't want him being thrown in the deep end and you know I want him to develop a little bit um, he's a massive hit for me and I can't not say he's a hit because he's such an exciting player and as I mean as soon as there's reports of him starting I'm like right who are the Bears playing like let's go let's ha- let's watch that game because he's so so exciting and I think he will be fantasy relevant he's a definite hit for me I think if you get him as a QB2 and just wait for the moment he starts he could have you know he could have a Justin Herbert season I think I think that's my that's my ceiling for him, is that he sits back for a couple of weeks, and then hopefully they stab Andy Dalton in the ribs, give him an accidental injection, and then in comes Justin Fields and just absolutely takes the show over. There is a chance Andy Dalton will start over him for the first couple of weeks, whilst he settles. I think it's down to Justin Fields. If Justin Fields comes in, and he. But, NFL coaches playoff performance. If Justin Fields comes in and he shows what he's capable of, that we've all seen he's capable of, capable of, he he will be starting week one. If he shows I'm confident, I can do this. This is what I'm capable of. In in the practice squads, in that in this preseason, if he shows that, he'll be starting week one. It's down to him. I understand he might not be starting week one. I'm excited for him to play. If he lives up to what he's been playing, uh, I think he could be well up there. Oh, God, can we not talk about this guy for a long time? Because, honestly, Mac Jones, Alabama to the Pats, he's a fatty, he's a mess for me. He's a mess. I think he's a mess for me. He, no, he's a mess. Uh, I think Pats are a mess. <laughs> Although, I will say <laughs> one thing before we move on. Not many, not many great callbacks behind him. They've, they've done all right. There's no one behind him that I'm like, no, nah, you should have picked him over him. They got left with him. They picked him. Fair enough. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you if you fancy a laugh, just Google Mac Jones cigar. Anyway, number 20. This guy went a lot higher than I expected him to. Kadarius Tony goes from Florida to the Giants. Miss. Miss. Not, not to the same extent that Mac Jones was a miss. No. not that would be harsh he's yeah he's not bad he's not bad does his job well it's just the nfl in it it's the same question we always do that though we always look to somewhere like giants and pick up their their receivers thinking we're gonna have a big week kenny Golladay for me excludes him from any kind of conversation i can't imagine that several receivers are going to have an incredible giant season and i think Golladay will have a good season but i can't imagine he will maybe he'll surprise me but for me he's a mess yeah, I agree. I think Kenny Golder completely puts on the question as well. Um, the one thing I would say in his favour is that he he's a good runner. He could be involved in the run game. And also, not that you're going to pick him up for this reason, he's an ex-QB. Cheeky, cheeky bit of throwing game. Might be interesting to watch. I sort of compare him to a LaVisca Chenault of this year. Someone who's involved in the run game is a bit of a Swiss army knife. He's a bit here and there. I mean, maybe if you can predict one of 
one of the two weeks where he gets over 15 points, then clap, clap, well done you. But I don't, I, yeah, he's a miss for me. I'm not drafting him. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, who was it? Was it the Denver Broncos who had to put a running back at under centre last yeah. year? Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah. If that happens, I was dire. if that happens, pick him up in flex. Otherwise, <laughs> leave him. <laughs> Next guy. He's an exciting one. Um, I like him. Aji Harris, running back, Alabama to the Steelers. Hit. Yeah. Big old hit. Well, we say that, but Connor, Connor maybe, maybe would have something else to say, but no, he's a, he's a big hit. I think. Massive uh, hit. Yeah. Massive hit for me. I've seen his film. Really excites me. Naji Harris can run. I, I don't see why these running backs. Last year, we saw um, Edward Solaire went last. And you had people picking him in the, in the first round, you know? Why? Why? I mean, Edwards Hilaire didn't really excite me last year. Um, I think Najee Harris is a good pick. I think he is, well, he's going to be the running back number one, I think, over at the Steelers. Mm. It looks like he's got some lungs on him, though. Seems like someone who can really push straight out of the gate. So you can't, I can imagine. Nowadays, though, people are so athletic coming out of college. You can't imagine that he doesn't have a pair of lungs on him. So he's probably going to gonna be putting in that work. And with an O-line like that, you've got to. You, you yeah. can't just, you can't rest on your laurels and sort of just break out with, with quick runs. You've got to put in that, that grind. Because you're going to have a lot of the ball as well. So, um, yeah, I think he's, I think he's a brilliant pick. I think he is. But Connor does make me feel like this could all go wrong <laughs> yeah I'm in agreement there I think he's a hit um, he's going to get a lot of touches uh, but you just can't can't look past that O-line he's a hit for me simply because of how much he's going to see the ball I mean he is there at RB1 by a distance uh, there's been a lot of talk about him as an excellent running back if he reaches his ceiling he's a fairly solid RB2 RB3 Oh, he could, if he reaches his ceiling, he could be an RB1. Next RB1? Year. Not this year, next year. Oh, yeah, next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like him. I like him. I think he has to be a hit simply because of the touches, but um, use caution with Najee Harris, I would say. Back-to-back running backs, pick number 25. Try the pronunciation right. Travis Etienne. Etienne, I think. Clemson. Etienne? Etienne? Etienne. Etienne. Let's go with that. Clemson to the Jags, for me, he's he's a hit simply because I think he is going to be the receiving back behind Robinson and he's going to get a lot of targets from his old pal Trevor Lawrence. Massive hit. I I don't know how you guys see this and, and do let me know, but a quarterback and running back coming from the same college is really exciting me and, I, and I'm not sure why. I just see them working really well together. What do you guys think? I, he's a 50 he's not a massive hit he's a hit he's, he's close I don't know how it's going to play out because I think he's an, he's joining a team where he is a fresh entity I don't think he's there There are, he wouldn't have played in like last season could you where do you see him slotting in where, so I think they're going to have to find a place for him and I think Robinson coming off of back off of a great a pretty good season fantasy wise anyway don't know. I think it's close. I think he's probably a hit. But receiving backs can always go one of two ways. They can sometimes, you know, Chase Edmonds style get 20-odd points. Or sometimes it's just sort of a couple of targets, seven or eight points, and they do okay. So um, I think it's 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 close. I, 
But if you want to throw caution to the wind, he might be a, a good tail end pick. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think he's a flex option. I think if you're picking him up in, I mean, let's be honest, in most leagues, he's not he's not going until eight, nine, ten rounds. Um, and picking up someone who's a is a very, I mean, we hope he's a very reliable flex option, and I think he could do really well. I think they've seen that Robinson isn't going to be a receiving back and they don't have that option. They don't have that third down option. And I think, you know, you talk about pairing him with Trevor Lawrence and how exciting that could be. It's exciting. And if you saw what they did, they're both heavily involved in the run game. He's a hit, but it remains to be seen how they use him. I agree. Let's move on then. Pick number 27, Rashad Bateman goes from Minnesota to a team in the Ravens. I have a running back at quarterback. How do you think he does? Can we have hit, miss, and uh, he's a He's just a uh, to me, you know, irrelevant. That's a very disappointed noise. I would argue that's a miss. Yeah. Um, I would say, I would say that I just don't care though. Like you get these misses that I'm really passionate about, like Trey Lance, um, Jamar Chase, just like, no, why have you done that? Why have you picked him? I get why they've picked him. Could be good. Could be really good. Could be the Chase Claypool of this year. That's what I'm saying. He could be the Chase Claypool of this year, or he could be a no one this year. Um, probably a miss for me, but honestly not bothered. Big up. I think we're wasting everyone's time if we go on about it too long. Ravens receivers, yeah. are they... Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, the same. Miss. He's a miss for me. Yeah, he's third on the depth chart. And if you're third on the depth chart and Lamar Jackson's your quarterback, you're not going to be fantasy relevant. Full Quite stop, frankly, end off. If you're second on the depth chart and Lamar Jackson is your running, is your running back, well, you might as well be. You're quarterback. You're, 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 you're irrelevant. So, yeah. Cool. We're going to move on to one more guy, and he's the only guy outside the first round of what to talk about. And that's because, I, you know, I just saw him going so much higher, and I love him, and I think he's brilliant. Is Elijah Moore, Mississippi to the Jets. I think he's a massive hit. I think he gets targets. I think he's the second guy to Corey Davis. Corey Davis is going to go deep. Elijah Moore in the slot. Loads of targets, loads of points. Job done. Yeah, hit for me. Looking forward to it. Slot receiver, lots of catches. Um, Jets, only caveat. Yeah, I'm, I'm with I'm with you both. A hit, but Jets. That's it, hit but Jets. Let's bring this all together. Who are your top five players from this draft who are most likely to make an impact in fantasy this year? Alex, we'll go with you first. What? For, so from five to one or one to five? Yeah, uh, let's go. Let's do. Um, let's do five to three. Okay, five. I've got Chase to the Bengals. I know you guys both said miss, but I think being the main target I think that says a lot compared to everyone else I think everyone else's question marks I don't think there's a question mark here I do think that the top four are, are way ahead of him though uh, I'm going to move I may as well move through them quite quickly because we've obviously covered them all in quite a bit of detail uh, number four I've got um, I've got Smith uh, to the Eagles I think he's 
got too many question marks for me to have him too much higher because again I know Jalen Hurts is going to have that season but how long is it going to take and I think that there's question marks about the Eagles as a team in general I think that fantasy wise there's a few teams them the Colts even the Rams even the Niners where there's yes there's potential for something big but there's also potential for nothingness and I think that he's one I throw more caution to and then number three I've got Trevor Lawrence um yeah I'd maybe want him a bit higher but because he's obviously pick one but again the Jags are another team of question marks I don't know how they're going to play it or how he's going to do and I think he might you know there's pressure being that first pick and I think how is he going to cope with it some people haven't some people haven't coped with that number one pick some people have you know someone who, who sticks out quite 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 well for a Cardinals fan has done pretty well but um yeah, I, I would say that would be my sort of five to three. Sam, your five to three. My five to three. Number five, Najee Harris. Excited about him. I think he's a very good running back. I think he can do a very good job. Number four, Devontae Smith. Now, he would be much higher. Um, You're both killing me. He would be much higher if it weren't for the other the other three players I've got on this list. Um, I really like him. As I said before, silly, silly that he's gone that, that low down. Uh, and then number three is Carl Pitts. What a man. think he's going to do a great job. think there's a lot of upside for a good tight end. I like him a lot. Yeah. I mean, we'll come on to Devonta Smith later. How he's number four in both of your projections is, absolutely murdering me um my number five is the same as yours sam Najee harris i think he's a risk he's a massive risk and i think you know you take caution when you pick him but i think you pick him as you know if you're picking him as a flex option i think you're doing very well simply because the the number of snaps he's going to get he might not be massively productive but with that number of snaps and also a lot should be taken in that you've got mike tomlin at the helm there and an O-line, a lot of O-line works to a coaching, and I think you can fix it. I think you take a whole off-season, that is your, seriously, that is the main weakness in your team. You work on that O-line for the off-season, you bring in a very talented running back, I think he could well be productive. Number four, Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's athletic, he can throw the ball, number four. Number three, Carl Pitts. I just think he's going to be a massive part of the receiving game. He's going to get targets. He's going to get receptions. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, I had Pitts at three. Completely agree with you. I think he's a really good option. Cool. Alex, top two. Number two, I've gone for, I've gone for Fields. I just... I'm, I think the Bears are going to... I know I said he may not start initially, but I feel that he's just got something about him. That upside, I feel like, is something you could go for. And I feel like if you're looking at the draft, who jumps out at you as someone who could have the season of their life? And I think he's probably the one that can jump out and say that they could have a season that, you know, outdoes... You know, there's so many... He's not got the pressure that some of the higher-up QBs have got. You know, he's gone pick 11, like... The, the pressure's not there and the Bears are going to go all in on him when they eventually decide to play him whether that's week one whether that's further down the line I think he is he's he could be a really good pick and number one I've gone for I've gone for Pitts at number one 
Now, the reason being, you say fantasy relevancy. That's how I play the question in my head. And he is a top 10 tight end. And if you're talking relevancy, if you're talking who relative to everyone else in their position, who is someone that you could look at playing every single week, you know, even like you say, he could be top five, but maybe top 10 at least. If you're in any league, he's a starting tight end. And I think for relevancy sakes, no one else in this entire draft comes close to being a 100% starter in your team every week. And I think he is that. And I think for me, he's he's got to be the number one. Sam, who's your top two? My top two at number two, Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to yeah. be good, consistent, Fab, great, great player. Um, we all know how good of a player he is. He's been spoken about in the media more than anyone. He's he's very good. He's very good at what he does, and he's going to do good things. Plays for the Jags. Not great, but, you know. Um, number one, as long as he plays, Justin Fields is my number God one sake. impact this year. You say that, and you and you you get angry at me for talking about him all the time. Justin Fields could well be a, a serious quarterback, a real serious long-time quarterback, and he could do it straight out the gate if he gets the chance. I like him. Fair enough. I mean, I, I do not have Trevor Lawrence or Fields in my top five at all. I think you have to think about fantasy relevance, and I'm sort of earing towards Alex's top five with putting Pitts first. You know, he's very fantasy relevant. I think with a lot of these quarterbacks, you can't say they're going to go in the league and, and be massively fantasy relevant within their first season. I mean, we, we might sit here and talk about it within a year's time and think, ah, oh, you know, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence are going to absolutely storm the league this year, and, and they might well do. For me, my top two, I'm big on the two slot guys this year I think slot guys are consistently getting targets and they're going to consistently get points and for me that puts them ahead of everyone else in terms of fantasy relevance and and you being able to take a risk on them in your drafts for me number two is Elijah Moore I think you've got Zach Wilson in there who's going to throw the ball and he's going to be your main guy. Elijah Moore's going to be your slot guy. He's going to get most of the targets in PPR leagues, particularly he's going to get big points. My number one, and I am offended that you've both got him at four, is Devontae Smith. He is the wide receiver one for the Eagles. He is a slot player. He can also go on the outside and go deep. If Hertz has the season that we think he can have, Devontae Smith's ceiling is like 20 points. What's his you know, floor? 15 to 20 points every week. I mean, yeah, I mean, what's his floor is a fair point. If Hertz, if Hertz has anywhere near what you think he can have, Devontae Smith is by far the most fantasy relevant player from the 2021 draft. Mine feels like the boring pick now. The guy who's probably the most ready-made of, of all You're of the, the people boring in the guy, draft. Alex. But but I do feel that it's both of you have got that upside definitely. I mean, to know well, we know one tight end has the upside, that massive upside. But I think if you're looking for someone who's relevant and consistent out the gates, you're going going for the tight end. But both of you, he's going they're going to outperform now. I've said that, and your Fields is going to be QB three, and Smith's going to you know 
be pushing them for a playoff run or something ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thanks, boys. If you enjoyed the podcast, please, anyone who follows the NFL, anyone who follows fantasy sports, time to check us out. We're here. Hopefully, we'll be on Apple Podcasts and all your main podcast domains by the time it comes around to it. But um, thanks, lads. Um, we'll see you soon.